Welcome to the Business Power Hour with Lisa and the Music Man. Live from Studio C at media stations in Bohemia, New York. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Business Power Hour with Lisa, the fabulous Lisa and the music man, Norman Wassman. That would be me here, the one with the big mouth and the gray hair. And, yes, and, and the fabulous Norman. And the fabulous <laughs> the Norman. Yes, yes, yes. Lisa, where, where are you? You're in Chicago tonight, right? I am in Chicago, downtown Chicago this evening. Yes. Nice. Did you have dinner yet? Yes, we did. Where'd you go? We did. We went to a, a little place around the corner. The exact name of it, I can't give you, but um, it was a an Italian flair. We had a really nice time. So good, good, glad you enjoyed yeah. it. By the way, a happy Valentine's Day to you. Uh, thank you, thank you. And um, I guess uh, your husband had a good Valentine's Day as well. <laughs> well, I was a little busy on the island. I didn't get back home until later, so. It's been a big week. Right, well, it's been a big week for our guests, too. And I, I, had, I have to say, we're normally here on Tuesdays, but it, it was Ken's wife that uh, mm -hmm. made the Valentine's Day change. So, yeah. and so we, I, I, we, we acquiesced with, uh, with Ken. We didn't want, especially Valentine's Day, we have to keep our lady friends happy. Right, Ken? Right. Yeah. Good evening. Welcome. Let's, let's welcome Ken Pitch from First Choice Mortgage Advisors here to the Business Power Hour. Welcome, Ken. Hi, Norman. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. And yes, we got to keep that marriage intact. That's right. right. <laughs> yes, that's right. Good right. to be here. Thanks for having me. By the way, oh, Ken, what did you do last you. evening? Uh, we I, I made dinner for my wife. Sweet. And oh, what did so we I make? Dinner, exchanged some cards. I made a... a, a Spinach mushroom stromboli. Whoa, nice. Mm, stromboli. Mm, Sweet. A little Italian. Exchange some cards and uh, some chocolates. And don't continue. And leave the rest of it off the, off the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, we don't need everything. Change we don't the rating of the show. Is that what you're nervous yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we like G rating, so we'll uh, leave it at that. <laughs> we're on the internet, and to be honest, we can say anything we want to say. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. and, and no one's to, to say anything different. Uh, let's get started with you. Um, you. You're in the mortgage uh, real estate business. You've been in it for, for quite a while. But let's get started with when you were a young guy and you were thinking about or not thinking about what you wanted to do when you got older. Um, how did you get to this? Tell us a little bit about childhood and growing up in school. Oh, it's quite the twist, the twisted trail. <laughs> so, oh, no. uh, as I was, uh, my father was, my father was always an entrepreneur. He was, he always had his own business and he was in, um, Name finance and, uh, some of the, some of the businesses that he had were things like, um, financial planning. Um, he had a, uh, a business that, uh, was a technology driven business long before technology, uh, was a, uh, you know, was a, a thing. I mean, if you look at the internet today, his business was on the cutting edge of that in the late seventies and early eighties. And uh, so there's an entrepreneur streak. It runs through my family. I have nieces and nephews have their own business. Um, so there's, it's definitely something that's, that's in our bloodstream. Uh, so when I went to college, uh, I just had this feeling I was drawn towards education and psychology. And I actually, when I graduated from college, I actually was teaching high school for a little while. How long was that? And uh, so that was, that was, I graduated in 85, so 86 and 87. So about a year uh, and a half, two years you were teaching? Yeah. What courses were you teaching? So I, I was a high school history teacher, so I taught everything. Got so I, because, I, because I had a psychology background, this school district took advantage of me. So I was teaching psychology, sociology, Latin American history, American government. That's interesting because uh, my stepson will tell you, you shouldn't do that many preps. <laughs> my stepson oh, wow. also is a teacher and started off in history, and they gave him everything in addition. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> when you're the new this. guy, you get it yep. all. <laughs> so where did you go to college? Uh, Swarthmore College, right outside oh. of Philadelphia. Nice, nice. And you're originally from the Pennsylvania area, correct? Yeah, I was born and raised in Delaware County, Delco, as we call it. 
And, uh, and uh, I currently live in Chester County. I'm still local in the area. I'm right outside. I'm about, I'm about 50 miles. By the way, as, as long as we have you here and you are from Philly, my condolences on the Eagles. Ha, 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 ha. Ouch. I, I, I was rooting for uh, Kansas City because you guys kicked our butts as the, with the Giants <laughs> all season. And, you know, payback is a... What 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 you say we can't say uh, on the internet, bitch? Yeah, yeah, keeping it G-rated. <laughs> keeping it G-rated. It was it was a great game though. It. it was really really a great game. Yeah, that was. It was. Game. Eagles are it a great team. Okay, I'm it was sure. painful to watch yeah. the end of that game. Uh, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of a lot of angst in the city right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know the angst in New York too when they posted uh, the Empire State Building <laughs> oh, when green and green. white. We yeah. weren't too happy with that. And I yeah, saw that, was, that. I was down there that yeah. day. It was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> so, if you if you look at my my company colors uh, yeah, on the background, green it's green yeah, and white. That's man. right, green and white. Absolutely. Do you so have seasons tickets? Do you go to the games? I I for years my father had season tickets, and I and I went to the games. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of a a football. F- Freak! I love to watch it on TV. I yeah. want to see the replays. I want to see the details. I agree with you. And when I when I go down to the game, I end up watching the jumbo because I want yeah. all the detail of everything. I don't want to just you know kind of lose my focus. So it, it's kind of odd that I, I don't have a you know that that feeling like I want to be at a game. I want to watch it. I want to analyze it. So that's just uh, and you want to be able to put your feet up and have a drink, <laughs> eat something, yeah. you know, not spend yeah. twelve fifty for a hot dog. Oh, come on easy on those vendors that are in those stadiums yeah but it's expensive to go to a game it is expensive by the way uh, i forgot to mention in the beginning um if anyone would like to call in and speak to ken and ask him some questions uh that you may have if you hear him speak a little bit more the number 631-987-8477 that's 631-987-8477 okay so So you you go ahead I you you told us about being a high school teacher, but mm-hmm. you're providing mortgages at this point. What got you from point A to point B? So so that's where the twists and turns come in. So there was a uh, there was a summer where my father had asked me one of their product lines was geared towards uh, high school education. And so he had asked me if I wanted to sell some software over the summer. And, uh, and I made more money that summer than I did in the two years that I was teaching. So he hooked <laughs> you. He hooked you. I was like, you. okay, I think I'm, I might change my focus here because it, it, I used to have uh-huh. to invite four people over just to order a pizza because I didn't have enough money as a teacher to do it. Oh. I appreciate I appreciate the sacrifice the teachers make. I haven't been in the front of the classroom, having having dealt with that environment. Uh, mm-hmm. Their teachers are unappreciated. So and. and right. we'll, Probably talk about that a little bit later with one of the programs that that I promote. But okay, uh, getting into my father's company, I I kind of worked all through. I learned software. I was learning, if you remember DOS, right? Oh, I was learning wow. DOS, really, and the rest of the world was learning DOS uh, because it was needed to run these programs. You're and, dating uh, yourself. Oh yeah, you got that right. So as mm-hmm. I as I continued down that vein, I eventually moved into helping run the financials for the company oh, and okay. I was taking some accounting courses and, um, and I got to the point where uh, I had this interest in finance. And as my, I, I, I had this inkling about real estate, my brother introduced me to investment properties and things like that. So I had this feeling like I, you know, I, I might want to go into real estate. So I left the family business with all this financial oh. background, went into yeah. real estate, I was one of only three certified buyer's agents in Pennsylvania at that time. Which uh, that now everybody is a buyer's agent. Everybody is a buyer agent. But back then, uh, it that was, a was limited. It was yeah. taboo. I mean, right. we were looked at as the scourge of the industry. But I exactly. had I had researched it out. You know, it started in California and kind of worked its way east. So once it did, um, I, I was uh, really interested in that side of representing a buyer. And of course, if I was representing a buyer, I had to know finance. I finance. had to understand how to qualify them. I had to understand how the loan system worked. 
And so I kind of backed myself into the mortgage business. And uh, there was a, a, a company, there was a gentleman owned a mortgage company who approached me, knew I was a realtor and had you know, said, how do you, do you know how to qualify buyers? And I said, well, this is what I found out. He said, let me teach you. And as we got to, um, you know, build a relationship, he said, hey, I'd like you to come work for me. And that's how I got into the mortgage business. And I really worked, I worked in the mortgage business. I call it from the inside out. Um, right. I worked for him. He had, um, he had branches in five states and I was the, I was the guideline answer man. People would call uh, in and, and it was back when the guidelines were all on books. They weren't on the computer. You had to look up and I yeah. would help structure loans for the loan officers. And they, they'd have a question. How do I do this? How do I do that? I go figure it out. And I took all that knowledge and said, well, I'm telling them how to do it. I know how to do it. That's how Why I got into take advantage of it. Yeah, that's how definitely. I got into lending sales, and so it it kind of that sent me on this thirty year path of lending money. Is this and, your uh, own firm now, or, or are you part of this? Yes, it's your own firm. And how many yeah, so, agents, uh, brokers, do you have? So, so I'm a, I'm a mortgage broker. It was myself and a partner got together uh, about five years ago to firm uh, to find first choice and and set ourselves up. We had an idea that there was there was a better way of doing this business than the companies we were working for. We both we came from two different companies, and and we said there's there's a better way of doing this, and uh, and it wasn't that better way. I'm going to be honest with you, most of those ideas aren't mine or or my partner Chris's. We were in a national coaching group, and we were seeing how guys were running their business. And we just kind of just plucked all the best ideas and said, that's how we're going to build. Nothing the matter with that. No, you know, and, I, did not, the, you know, I did not realize it was your own company. I thought you were working for someone else representing First Choice. So yeah. you taught me. You, I, I got some knowledge about you today. So kind of our main thing, what we found was lacking in the business was communications and, and, and yeah. really detailed on top of your loan communication. So our clients, when they come on board with us from the point of pre-approval all the way through closing, they're constantly getting information from us. They get an education in the beginning about how lending works. I have a website with videos that, that teach you the mortgage process. Um, and then as they get into a loan, one of the things we do that, I don't know why it's rare in this business, but we call our clients every Wednesday. Here's where your loan is. On Wednesday? Here's the next step. Here's where your loan is. Here's the next step. We review all the closing documents ahead of settlement with our clients so they can walk in and, and in 20 minutes they're out of settlement. Nice. And, and the so, idea there it is all, I, I don't I don't want them to f have any questions. I, I want to answer every question they have so they have prior. comfort that they've made a good decision and that they understand what they're getting into. And uh, so they the have things, the effort. They have the opportunity to read the documents before the day of closing. Yes. Nice. And, and it's relaxed. In, in some of the states where I lend, it's all at once closing, which means uh -huh. the seller's there, the buyer's there. The Ken, let me ask you a question. Is this just yeah. something that happens in, in, in Pennsylvania? Because I've never heard of this in New York. Well, it, New York, you need a lawyer. Right. And in, in certain states, like in Delaware, you need a lawyer. I still review those documents ahead of time. I know Florida, you don't. I bought quick. property in Florida and we closed that, I think, in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Florida's a little bit different. Um, and, uh, you know, but a lot of the a lot of states in on the particularly in the Northeast do the settlement where it's the buyer, the seller, and the title agent all at the table at once. That's the yep. last place I want to be talking about somebody's personal financials. Right. You know, right. I, I, they're, that's nobody's business. But and that's so we customary get that here. Ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the best compliment I could get is somebody at settlement actually sitting at the table going, is that it? Yeah, nice. that's it. That's how smooth we want it to go because everybody has a horror story that they've heard about settlement. We want right. to, we, that's a great compliment for us. It's when somebody just looks at me and says, is that it? Yeah, that's it. We're done. I'll never forget. I, I closed on a, on a house here in New York many, many years ago. 
Uh, I went to the closing, uh, all prepared, you know, had my checks and had all the, everything else that needed. And then all of a sudden they want to hit me with some points. I said, what? You know, I got up and I walked out. I never wound up paying the points. I mean, they acquiesced and everything, but, you know, they, a little so that And those companies are not in business anymore because that was a little illegal stuff that they were trying to pull. Wow. Yeah, that, our our industry needed some cleanup, and it and it certainly got it. <laughs> the Dodd Frank yeah. Act really yeah. got got us cleaned out, uh, which I'm glad for. You know, I, I never handled my business that way. Every every client I've ever had knew what they were getting into, knew what their loan was going to be, knew what their their fees were going to be, way ahead of settlement. And uh, and you know, we we really pride ourselves on that communications piece. Lisa, we often I, I've told people we're a communications company that lends money. Lisa, you had mentioned something a few moments ago that you got some information on Ken, and I don't think Ken had heard. What was it that you got? I did not realize that he owns his business. I thought he was representing a lender, but it's his business. Oh, I He's thought you had, it was something additional. No. Oh, no. You and Ken should probably be doing some business together. What do you think? We have been working on referring each other some clients here and there when we can. Right. One of these days, it will one of them will close. Yeah. Right, Ken? <laughs> yeah. Lisa fills a niche that I don't do. Exactly. Uh, which is great. Yeah. Yep. And Ken takes care of something I don't because it's like apples and oranges. I do not do primary residences. And that's what Ken does all day long. But you do commercial. I can't touch those. I do commercial and I do investment, which he does investment as well. But I do the, um, you know, the real estate investors and everything. So there is some overlap, but there's a lot of um, synergies with, you know, mm -hmm. we can help get those primary business, um, primary homeowners their personal credit if they've had some hiccups or if they, um, you know, need to build some business credit, we can help them with that. But that's, you know, when we can turn their personal credit around to a better place, it helps with the lending mm -hmm. for Ken's side. So Ken, you, you, besides first home buyers, what other kind of mortgages do you, do you work on? So we, from a, a residential lending standpoint, uh, as Lisa mentioned, I, I can I can help people that are buying one to four unit um, investment properties, um, second homes uh, for vacation properties. Uh, I help people with uh, if they're if they're building new construction, be able to get construction lending uh, to have the house built. Uh, we also do um, refinancing if somebody needs to restructure their debt maybe get some cash out of their house to do some investing in their business or, or just to consolidate debt and, and get things lined up. We'll do those. And I also um, have been trained in uh, doing reverse mortgages and working with financial planners to help them assist their clients with that tool. Are you certified reverse mortgage person? So uh, as you say, a, a certified first mortgage person, we're all licensed. Uh, any Anybody who lends money, as a loan officer is licensed uh, through the um, NMLS, which is national licensing in our country for lenders. And uh, we also are uh, state licensed. We go through continuing education every year. Um, so we have to do a considerable amount of, of educational work uh, to keep ourselves certified. I thought there was something additional, though, that um, reverse mortgage people have to go through, not just to get that piece of paper, uh, but there was something additional. I guess I was wrong. It's it, there's not a there's not a designation, so to speak, for that. But it's important that uh, someone who's going through reverse mortgages, as training on, on there, when you take your national uh, your annual national education. There's a reverse mortgage module to that to understand that product. Um, I personally, I put myself through a lot of Wade Fowles um, materials. He's with the uh, American College of Financial Planners, which is right in my backyard in Havertown. And uh, he's one of the country's uh, you know, foremost, foremost experts on the reverse mortgage product and how it fits into a financial plan. That's who I went with that's where his materials are the ones that I studied. 
um, to be able to assist financial planners to understand the program and how it fits into uh, a person's retirement. Do you get a lot? So, Go ahead, Louise. Ken, you mentioned that you have other states that you provide the, the your services to. What states do you cover for your lending? So we are uh, licensed in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and Florida. Very nice. So the Mid-Atlantic and a little Florida. So yeah. why Florida? Are you planning on going there one day? <laughs> well, a lot of my clients did. So, <laughs> so we were, we wanted to. Yeah. We, we wanted to stop saying no to clients. We were like, we have so many people from our area either buying second homes or, or transplanting and, and becoming a primary residence down there that we decided, right. my partner and I decided to get licensed down there. Smart choice. Smart choice. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing about mortgage, when you're a mortgage broker, uh, you know, when you're licensing yourself in multiple states, because some, some folk, like financial planners, it's it's easier to get your your licensing done in multiple states and mortgage lending. It's it's a lot tougher. Um, not only do you have to take state specific courses, I take courses for uh -huh. New Jersey, I take courses for Pennsylvania, courses for Florida. Delaware is okay; they kind of go with the national uh, education piece. But you're also you get audited by them uh, by those states. Uh, I just most recently just went through my New Jersey audit and. You know, when you're a smaller company, those those are you know, time consuming. And, uh, you know, we going through that process, you know, just to lay out there for 50 states means you're going to get audited 50 times. <laughs> so, oh. you know, so so yeah. what, you, what you don't want to do is overextend yourself. You know? Yeah, you you, be, I don't think you yeah. want that audit. No. Nobody wants to be where do you get your Where do you get your clients from? I mean, I guess your business, like our my business, you know, regarding concerts and such, even the Business Power Hour, it's all referrals. You know, people well, enjoy that's... being here that, or they like a concert. You know, they, they come pop out of the audience at the end of a show. Say, how can I do something like that? Because they're seeing it mm -hmm. firsthand. So, but how do you get your leads? Uh, primarily... I'd say now, I mean, I've been at this for a long time. So after 30 years, the bulk of my clients come from my past clients. I get referrals from my past customer base. Uh, and then outside of that, professionals that are, are in our industry. So it's real estate agents, financial planners, accountants, um, attorneys. Uh, that's where the uh, bulk of like new business comes from. That's That's, you know, really generated outside of my sphere. And then as I work with those clients, they then become re referral sources for me. So I've always had regenerating business from my past client database is kind of the majority of where uh, my customers now originate we, from. Now, we've met uh, at a network um, uh, firm uh, where we both do a lot of networking, Lisa, too. Um, mm -hmm. And do, do you find that the networking world helps you quite a lot? You know, the interesting thing is, I, I found in, in a lot of the networking groups that I'm in, uh, not as much generating business for me, but helping me do my business better. Um, you know, uh, being able to being able to find, you know, just I'm, I'm here on the show. I would have never if I didn't network in that group, I would have never found out about your your power. Well, that might have been example. a better situation for you. But now that you're here, I might as well <laughs> use it. Uh, but uh, but I've actually, uh, you know, um, there's uh, folks that are doing some blogging for me, mm -hmm. helping assist me and write those. Um, you, you both know Ruth uh, from yeah, a network. She's done work for me too. Mm -hmm. She's doing work for me, and and uh, I, I've just found that you know some some good supporting business to business uh, contacts in in some of the networking groups that I'm in. There are some that I'm in uh, that are local groups where I get you know direct lending business out of, but uh, some of the some of the more spread out nationwide uh, networking groups that I get in have helped me help my business. Well, we, yes. Well, we always need that team that we build right. to bring trustworthy individuals to our clients. So yes, that is one of the benefits of that virtual networking group that we're a part of. I yeah. think networking groups on, on a whole, I don't want to change this up, but I'll just mention it now are really worth every penny. I mean, yes. as long as it's not a ridiculous number that one goes and, and asks for. Uh, but you got to work it. 
You know, like the ones that that the, we belong to together. You have to. You have an opportunity to deal with multiple states, twenty five, thirty, forty states, and you have all kinds of people that you can talk to. You know, all over. So, but if you you got to work it, you you got to make the phone calls, and you got to let people know whom and what you what you do. Right, and it's yes, definitely getting the word out, but also getting to meet everyone too, and having that one on one that we all talk about. Mm-hmm. Because, like we yeah, said, I, I, we want people to to like us. No one wants to deal with someone they don't like. And and, and you can really find some people that do unique things. Um, you know, I, I I found somebody through the group that we're in that their specialty is getting your videos ranked on YouTube. And you know, one of the things that I've done is I I've, I've developed this um, video based uh, homeowner resource center and. Ah. You know, all those videos now are are being pushed through YouTube to rank them to get people to the site. Well, that's uh, interesting you brought that up because that will just lead me now to say, if people want to get in touch with you, how are they going to reach you? So I, you can you can always reach out to me directly. I'm a, I'm a very hands-on, love to contact with people. So um, I, I, I can always be called. On my business line. Which, uh, what is your number? Share your number with us. 610-637-7325. And uh, you can always visit the website at www.kpitsmortgage.com. We have it up on the screen right now for everyone to to watch it. So if you didn't get that number again, first of all, Ken, could you mention your phone number one more time? 610-637-7325. Okay, do you have a do you have a lead-in service if people are uh, out of state and they they're looking to move? Do you have um, do, you don't sell anything but mortgages, correct? Correct. Right, but do you have a network of agents that you can recommend to people? Because of my exposure to this national coaching group, I know brokers and lenders all over the country that are like-minded to the way we want to do business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would I would always feel comfortable referring to one of them if it's a state where I don't do business because I know they're going to get top-end service. Very nice. And how long have you been with that support or network of um, brokers and, and um, Eight realtors? Years. Eight years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have and to say, you, you, you sent us in a profile. And with a picture, you are so classy looking. My God, you're so professional. <laughs> I'm afraid to to go near you. I mean, it, it, it's it's such a great. But, it's one of the best pictures that I have ever seen anybody use for an advertisement. But Norman, think of this: when you're dealing with people's money and one of their major purchases in life they want someone respectable and professional well, what's the matter so with me i'm respectable and professional <laughs> yes you know, but you i don't are. my picture isn't Wait. actually the picture that i have with my microphone is really cool that's my favorite picture but ken uh-huh. ken that's super picture Wow. So yeah, I figured I, I figured that that picture works either for finance or if I decide to run for office. Exactly. Oh, it's definitely a political picture. So, definitely. Yeah, so are you going political on us? Should we know something? <laughs> Is this something? Uh, do you no, want to make an announcement? <laughs> do you want to tell everybody what your plans are right now? Oh, uh, no way. Right. Well, we <laughs> have some plans right now. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to uh, bring up some uh, way to make some money for us so we can pay for this show. All right, hit it, Dylan. My name is Norman Wasserman, and next to me is Lisa Rodino. Lisa and I host a TV podcast show called The Business Power Hour with Lisa and the Music Man. So what does The Business Power Hour do? We are here to talk about you and your business. We will put you on air for one hour to highlight your business in front of thousands of viewers worldwide helping you generate more leads to grow your business. And we do this every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right Right here. here. What are you doing? I'm keeping you on point. Many businesses fail due to lack of adequate funding. 
and it's extremely difficult for startups and early stage companies to be approved for financing or business credit. We say yes to funding when others may have told you no. Our approval rate is more than 85%. That's because we created a custom process that assures your company gets access to the best funding for your situation, regardless of any past rejections. We offer a new and innovative business funding and credit solution. Our exclusive process is administered by a qualified team of financial strategists who work together with you one-on-one -on -one to guide you step-by-step -step so you don't have to struggle to find quality funding for your business. We believe all great business ideas deserve to be approved for funding. Set yourself up for success and increase your access to capital so your business will not only succeed, but thrive. Give us a call now and start your success plan today. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Friend Entertainment USA. My name is Norman Wasserman. I am also known as the Music Man. Let me just tell you a little bit about Friend Entertainment. We put on concerts for charities, and we do that everywhere from New York to Las Vegas. We do R&B, Motown, rock and roll, jazz, whatever it is that you wish, Friend Entertainment will deliver the best of the best for you and your charity. Here are some of the names of the talent that have performed with us on our stage. Stevie Wonder, Tina Turner, The Temptations, Earth, Wind & Fire, the one and only ELO, Elton John himself, Cool and the Gang, and the fabulous Donna Summer. Go to our website, friendentusa.com. That's www.friendentusa.com. Or feel free to call us at 631-698-9696. 631-698-9696, and we'll see you at the next show. Okay, welcome back to the Business Power Hour with Lisa and the Music Man and our uh, very, very, very special guest with the great picture, uh, Mr. Ken, Ken Pitts. And uh, we welcome you, Ken, for, to be here and explaining your world of uh, mortgages to all of us. You know, before we get into what our second half has become lately since we, uh, we came up with a new idea over the last couple of weeks, um, what kind of people are the oh, – well, is it an age thing with reverse mortgages? Is it mostly seniors that you deal with? Yes, you, you become eligible to participate in that program at age 62. Uh, generally sweet speaking, I, I think the sweet spot is probably at about 70 to 75 years eight, uh, years of age. Um, you have to have enough equity built up in your house. Um, I have, I've had some clients as, as young as 62. I've had clients as old as 85 get into it. Uh, but it, it really it seems like that sweet spot lands 70, 75. And Ken, they are not allowed to discriminate against age, correct? No, you know, it's funny. The reverse mortgage is the only loan that does discriminate against age because you can't get it unless you're 62. Right. But you cannot be turned away if you're 91. No, no. And, yeah. and, and honestly, that's true of anyone, uh, any right. residential mortgage loan. Uh, you you can't make any decisions based on age. Right. Um, so, um, but we generally are, are, we find that most people, it's really advantageous in that age 70, 75, because you can get enough equity out of your house to where it makes a significant impact in the financial. Now, are there different types? Tell us how you pay it back or you don't pay it back. How does that work? So it, it, the reverse mortgage, it's, it's right in the name. It's perfect. It's reverse of everything you know about a loan. So when you take that loan out, you don't make a payment like you would on a traditional loan. Right. Your loan balance is not going down. Your loan balance is going up, but you're getting access to equity that you otherwise, the only other way you could get it is to take out a loan and incur a payment. And that kind of goes counter against what you're trying to do with the reverse mortgage, which is lower your expenses and accumulate cash flow. And that's really what the design of the program is, is to generate cash flow to help with your day-to-day month-to-month expenses, expenses during mm -hmm. retirement. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, at a time when the markets took a pretty good hit, um, and but real estate values had gone up, that is a really nice product to be able to get access to that equity and not maybe not have to draw as much out of your retirement account to let that continue to grow during the rebound 
um, that we always seem to get in the stock market at some point. In a reverse, um, in a reverse mortgage, can you gift the money to family? Or you can do anything I mean, you want with it, right? You have access to the money. It's it's your money. It's tax free. It's equity that that you have in your house. That's either you paid in by paying your mortgage down, by the market going up, or a combination of the two. Um, it, it's a it's a cookie jar you can draw from, and it's just sitting there, and it's oftentimes ignored uh, as now, a source of cash flow. Now, the person that owns the home must be an occupant of the home for that product to work. Correct. Correct. That's correct. And when you are in a reverse mortgage, if you vacate the program, if you vacate the pro your residence permanently, let's mm -hmm. say you have to go into a nursing home, mm -hmm. pass away, um, that's when that note becomes due. And it's tied not to the individual. It's a non-recourse loan. It's tied to the property itself. So the liquidation of the property is what pays the loan back. Okay. And if there is more equity in the home when that the goes person to the estate. passes that goes yeah. to the estate so that and that's a, that's a misconception that yeah it's a misconception a lot of people have somehow for some reason it got construed that the bank has title to your property they do not that the bank has access to all the equity in the home they do not they they have a loan just like your regular mortgage on your house they only have access to that amount of money Okay. Yes. And I've heard that misconception many times. That's why I wanted to point that out for people. So can you tell us about the Homes for Heroes program and tell us how Let me interrupt involved. one second because oh. you beat me to this. I would like to, okay. if we could, let's, let's use that Homes for Heroes for just a little bit later in the show because I'd, I, cause I, I could be involved with this thing and help you. Uh, and I want to wow. know. I want to know more about it. Uh, but why don't we talk about how to choose a mortgage broker uh, as uh, dealing with someone that's maybe not the size of one of those major mortgage companies? Is it the service that you give versus the others? Tell us about it. Yeah. So I mean, a company like ours. I mean, you have experience. Long in the tooth mortgage people, very experienced. Everybody on our staff, I think we counted up the years of experience in our company, and it was, uh, it was like 180 years of mortgage lending, <laughs> and we're not Whoa. a big outfit. <laughs> so 180 sorry. years? How are, how are you? How many people are you spreading that over? <laughs> so, so four. It's only nine people. <laughs> so it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of experience there, and and one of the nine was is really not in the mortgage business and hasn't been They're They're more on the, on the kind of receptionist communication side of things. Oh, so wow. Really it's so eight of eight. us, you know, that, that Oops. span that out. But um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's one of the things I think what you, what you look for is, is, you know, what are the Google reviews look like? I mean, that's a, that's a, yeah. people will tell you, you know, what's the old saying, if you do something really well, for somebody, they'll tell three people. If you do something wrong, they'll tell 10. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, yeah. we, our Google reviews are very high uh, for the company, for myself, for my partner, Chris. Um, and it's just because, you know, we care. We do we do a, a really good job at what we do, but we communicate really well with our clients, and that's what they appreciate. So when somebody calls in, are they getting a human being on the other end of the phone? Because I understand that some of your competitors – are get they're getting just robots, uh, you know, robots. Yes, or a uh, yeah. You get us. <laughs> okay, you get Good. us. It's Good. personal touch all the way through. Nice. Um, and and listen, we use we use tools just like the big boys do. Um, you know, we have mm -hmm. applications on our phone that allow people to they they can actually we have this really cool first choice mortgage app that when we pre-approve you, we give you an app. You download it to your phone. You can plug in a sales price and real estate taxes. It'll tell you if you're qualified for that property. It'll let you generate your pre-approval letter right from your phone. It'll let you communicate directly with me right through the program. We have high-tech convenience tools, but we're also hands-on. And, and that's what's, I think, really important. And we know what we're doing. I, oh, sure I know, you I do. Know loans of, I know loans approvable before I ever have to send it to an underwriter. <laughs> you know, nice. I know whether it's going to go or not. And, uh, and I think that's what we bring to the table is just that, you know, street smarts, understanding our business, understanding what we're Do you have certain um, lenders for certain people? So 
that, that's a great question. When, when we set up our company as a broker, we have an opportunity to sell to multiple different lenders. Okay, And one of the things we look at is, okay, you know, this lender really understands self-employed bars. They understand how to break tax returns down. They, they, they get it. So we have somebody who's for self-employed. I have a company that I deal with exclusively for reverse mortgages because they've packaged that program perfectly for seniors. And I, and I, I like their approach to it, so, that's, so I use them for that. Um, there's some lenders that we use. If we have a bread and butter W-2 borrower who's quick, quick, easy, easy, understands, you know, real simple underwriting, and we have somebody that's perfect for that act. Where, where we have commitments in two, three days. You know, we're taking application three days later, and commitments out, and we're rolling towards settlement. So we, we have this variety of lenders, and, and we will use them where they best fit our clients. You know, Lisa has very, Lisa, tell me if I'm wrong, or mention if I'm right or wrong. You have the same type of thing with the with your the loans that you issue, right? Right, but I have a larger platform because I'm lending different products. Because, because Ken is working with real estate, there's collateral, collateral with that. It's a primary, primary residence. residence. And that and is like the golden goose for the lenders because everyone that's going to live in the house that they take, they're going to make sure that they make their mortgages. So they get the best interest rates, they get the best terms. You know, they can have a smaller down payment, which my loans, you need sometimes a minimum of 25% to put down. Ken, what do you do? You have a three percent product. Uh, we, have, if you're a veteran or you live out in the country, Boondocks? yeah, you can do zero percent down. Um, you know, USDA okay. USDA has loan programs with zero percent down. If you're mm-hmm. a veteran, the VA benefits zero percent down. Nice. Next tier is three three and a half percent. Uh, whether you go conventional or government, so yeah, you really don't have to have a ton of money. A common misconception uh, when I talk with first-time buyers is they think they need 20% down. You do not. Right. That was always the 10 or 20%. You know, and then mm-hmm. when the mortgage business was hot, it was 5% or, or even some, Lisa, no money down? No money down. And some were lending up, up to 125% of the value of the Crazy. property. Not anymore. Remember those days? Yeah. I don't ever want to That's what got everybody days. in trouble. Yeah, no, that was pre-2008. So yeah. we'll leave those days behind us. But, you know, 0% down for someone moving into their home. So you could be in your primary residence. Just talk to Ken and, you know, get the ball rolling. You know, you bring you bring up an interesting time in the business because I I was working for a bank at the time uh, in 2008. And I can remember a a lending company came in to try and sell us on a loan. And it was Uh one of those kind of crazy loans. And I was sitting at a table with eight other managers. We just looked at him and said, you need to go on to the next product. We're never selling that to our clients. And he was like, what do you mean? You can make so much money. That's, That's a disaster for somebody. Right. Yeah, bite, just, bite you in your butt by the time you get done with it. Yeah. I said, you're exactly. just you're just setting them up for failure. We're like, move on. Your, if that's all you got, we're done. That's right. the way it was and, years ago. That's why everybody got in trouble. Yeah. Well, and Ken, every, you, every I respect the fact that every manager in that room, we all felt the same way. Nice. If this is what and, you have. Move on. Yep. Ken, we were in the residential lending space back in the late 90s. And we saw the handwriting on the wall because we were in the Detroit metro market. And it was like the value of the property doesn't match the loan that they want to offer us. You know, they're like, give us your your rejections. We want to do it. And it's like, no. (laughs) And a lot of them went to jail and we weren't going to be a part of that. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. I wonder how much the real estate space cost in jail. <laughs> Your little four like, by six cell or whatever the yeah, heck it is. Yeah. Like, let's go to the like, Lisa. Why don't you ask the next question? Okay. So, what is the best compliment a client has given you, or could give you? Oh, you know, it's it's funny. I mentioned that earlier when they're yep. at the table and they say, "Is that it?" That's my favorite line. <laughs> nice. You know, I've I've had. You know, I've had some real nice compliments from from bars, but the one that rings true with me is that one because then I know they had a great nice. experience because their expectations were met and we went way beyond them. Nice. And do they recommend their friends and family? 
Yeah, it's the bulk of where I get my loans. It's, you know, it's Beautiful. that client referring me to someone they know, someone, someone in their family that, uh, you know, because now they trust me and they trust giving my name to somebody else. Can I, can I share a short sort of uh, related story that just happened this uh, past weekend? Um, my wife was in a bit of a car accident. Thank God she's okay. Uh, but she totaled the car. And she was driving a hybrid car, and she only wanted an electric. But these electric cars are so damn expensive, just just crazy expensive. And the one particular car she wanted, nobody had. Whatever dealership it was, nobody had it. I call up one dealership and says, you know, we're just taking orders right now. We will be getting cars in next week. Oh, why don't you stop in either later today or tomorrow? I said, fine. You know, I made an appointment to go tomorrow. My wife says, no, let's go today. So we wind up going to the dealership, and I'm supposed to see Bill. Bill goes and says, why don't you go over and talk to Chris? So we go over to Chris, and Chris is standing up at his desk, and he says, I know you. I said, you know me? He said, where, where do you know me from? Music business? You know, podcast? You know, where do you know me? And he whips out a picture of his little dog. His, he turns out to be a neighbor of mine. So we immediately got friends and family price plus all the other special <laughs> awards that are on those pink slip type of things for someone who didn't have the car, whatever. We got such, such a good deal. We signed on the paper and picked up the car yesterday. Friends, right. and, f- friends and family. That, friends and family. That was it. Friends and family. Friends and family. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let, let's ask this question about the Home Ownership Resource Center. Tell us about it. So um, I, I wanted to have a, uh, a place where when I started uh, a pre-approval with a client, I, I wanted to give them an opportunity to self-educate. And uh, so I decided that, hey, I could, I could build this video center where a client can log on and they can learn everything about mortgages, the process mm-hmm. that they're going to go through. What's the mortgage process? What type of programs are out there? Um, what type of documentation are we going to ask for? So it gives them a, a real well-rounded uh, understanding of the mortgage process. And I even, I'm, I'm actually releasing one for the reverse mortgage side now too. And um, it, it's just that it's that resource. They could go out there whenever they want. They have full access to it. It's free. They just pop out there. And um, some of the videos I've recorded, some of them are some, some stock videos that uh, the company that helped me develop it had. Uh, but it, it's a resource center. It's it's really that. It's really to help people understand the process of, of getting a mortgage and feel more comfortable uh, while they're in that process. And how long have you had this this situation going for you? So so the resource center is new. Oh, it's <laughs> so brand new. We, yeah, we just finished it in early January. Uh, the reverse one will be up in about two weeks. So we're nice. starting to promote that. See, so that's new and different that uh, your competition doesn't really do. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody put this type of site together, which um, I'm, I'm excited about. I, you're, I all, you're going to see it, though. They're going to copy exactly what it is that you do. You know, and in this case, flattery is not copying me. <laughs> you know, it's taking yeah. away all the money and hard work that we did to put put into it. So yeah. how how does someone get a hold of you to possibly get a link to that uh, website or to contact you about a loan? So, so if they go if if they go to our company site, uh, the kpitsmortgage.com, uh, it there's a link on there to go to the uh, resource center. They just click on the link, register, and off they go. They can choose whatever uh, programs they want to learn more about. Okay, so that's kpitsmortgage.com. You know, you're okay. really the pits, Ken. <laughs> and what's the number that I had to do that I promised my myself life. I would only do it once but I, I had to do that you probably got enough of that when you were a kid man, that's it. it rolls right off me I don't even oh. hear it in. <laughs> there you go there you go so what's the best number to reach you uh, 610-637-7325 good stuff okay. now this yeah. this is I guess the, the last question for the evening because we oh, it's almost the witching hour believe it or not but I'm really interested on Homes for Heroes program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do uh, a lot of work for uh, the vets uh, as much as I can. 
And uh, so it's important to me to help these guys. You know, we've heard stories, uh, especially about one that we both we all know from from uh, our networking group, and we had him on uh, a couple of weeks back, and he's done some miraculous things uh, for people. And paying back these guys and gals is uh, is important to me. Tell us about the Homes for Heroes program. So. Homes for Heroes is a national organization. They, it was started by a group of realtors uh, up in the Minneapolis market and uh, is after 9-11. And they wanted a way to give back to the first responders in their area. And so what they what they did as realtors is they were actually giving a part of their commission back um, to when they were selling or, or helping somebody buy a house. And they were it was substantial. They were given about 25 percent of their commission back. It's about $700 per hundred thousand of a purchase price, for mm-hmm. example. And as that program, you know, started grassroots and started to get legs, there was other real estate companies that approached them and said, Hey, we'd like to do the same thing. And then they decided to make a, of a, a 501c3 and, and create this organization and uh, recruit real estate agents into it. Well, then they said, Hey, let's get some lenders to join. And uh, when I found that, I found out about it at a conference I was at in Kansas City, um, I saw it on the back of somebody's card. And I said, what is this? And, and they started to tell me about the program. And so I kind of brought it into the Pennsylvania Philly market. And uh, what it is, is uh, from a lending standpoint, if you're a first responder, if you're a nurse, if you're a teacher, which I had a connection with, if you're a veteran, um, we will give a... a we will pay for your appraisal. You don't have to pay for your appraisal as part of your closing costs. If you're a veteran and you you have to get a term weight certification, we pay for that. Uh, If you have to get a water test, like out in an area where you don't have public water, we pay for that. And that's uh, our particular benefits that we offer as a lender. I work with realtors, some of whom I recruited into this program who do the the real estate side of it. And they give back that 25% of their commission. And it's a give back. Nice. That's part of the program. The second part of the program is that we all make a commitment to be involved with the first um, responder community, with nurses, teachers, and uh, and veterans in our area. So, for example, a couple times a year, I sponsor a veterans breakfast up in the Lancaster area. It's the Lancaster Veterans Breakfast. I'll sponsor it for them. They'll get 100 people there at that um, so that they don't have to pay for breakfast. Um, they get together uh, once a month. So I'll pick a few. There's a couple other lenders who are doing it with me. Um, and there's some financial planners. So we almost have a year covered for these guys when they go to breakfast. They can go for free. Um, we do a teacher of the month award in a couple of the school districts in our area where we recognize teachers uh, for the great job that they do. Uh, there was a hospital local to us, which closed, but there's an, a new one going to open. We were doing a nurse of the quarter. Uh, award for them. Uh, we do a first responder of the year award, which we're giving out next month at our um, uh, local uh, chamber of commerce meeting. And, uh, and that's, that's a great, uh, it's, it's so cool. We had, we had put out the word that, Hey, we're going to be doing this award again this year. Please get your nominations in. And my son set up a website so people could do their nominations. We had an EMT got 19 nominations. Oh, uh, this wow. one guy got 19 nominations what? locally um, in that and, community. Wow. Yeah. We are so excited to give the award out next month uh, at the meeting because uh, it, we've we've been doing this for a while. And that's the first time we saw somebody almost unanimously get, you know, uh, what picked, made you know, this person so special? Easy. What made them so special? Uh, it, it's it, it, it when you read it, it's not one thing. It, it's just dedication. Um always willing to help, always showing up, always, you know, just being a part of the community. It just, there were so many different angles that this EMT's um, recommendations came in on. It, it was, it was inspiring. Was he a vet uh, as well? Uh, no, he was not young, young guy, mm-hmm. um, it but not like, a veteran. It sounds like he is a servant leader. Yes. Yes, by far. Um, and so we're, we're really excited about getting how many organizations like yourself, you know, on, on the real estate side belong to this group locally in Philly, uh, the so, Philly area. So in, in the Philly area, uh, there, I, I, I've recruited 
real estate agents to be part of it, um, both in Philly and Delaware. So there's like eight different agents that I'm working with who are part of the program. I know there are more. I don't know them all. Uh, but the program's pretty popular throughout the country. Are um, you the president of this group in Philly or uh, an officer? No, they're not really set up that way. Um, it's just we we just agree to be part of the national group and and do these things. So you don't that, you have know, a representative just in, in, in Philadelphia or in Pennsylvania? No. Lancaster. No. No. Lancaster? Yeah, I cover that area too. So uh, no, it's just you, you kind of voluntarily join the group and – um, you know, one of the cool things, which I, I didn't really mention that Homes for Heroes does on a national level is, um, again, you know, part of the part of the contribution of the commission goes into a spe specific 501c3 that they have used for a variety of different reasons. And when, when there was severe wildfires going on in California, they were helping out the firefighters who were losing their homes. Um, you know, they were out fighting these fires and losing their own homes. Um, you know, they've done um, uh, different veterans organizations that have built housing for homeless vets. Uh, they, they sponsor National Night Out for, for the um, Fraternal Order Police. And I do that. I do that here in Long yeah. Island. I, it's, uh, it's the first Tuesday, I think it is, in August that they do this. I've been doing it uh, actually at least at the Hicksville Mall is where we uh, hold the shows Oh, okay. And yep. we do it for uh, the the Nassau County Police Force. Nice. Yeah, and they've done they've done some really targeted giving uh, for maybe a first responder that lost their life in the line of duty, where where they've helped the family, um, you know, get over that financially, give them some financial assistance and things like that. So they do a lot of great things uh, through that program nationally. Well, I'm going to make a suggestion to you, um, and I, I first I would love to chat with you tomorrow about what it is that you're doing with the vets, because I think um, I, I may have a significant idea that could uh, work out really, really well for the organization. So I'd like to run, run it by you, and um, and that's that. You've really had a wonderful night tonight. You killed it. You really, really killed it, and and your last story really sealed the deal. That sealed the deal. Well, People don't realize what a good guy you are, and how they should be calling you. You know, for, for these mortgages and reverse mortgages that you do. Remember, we said in the beginning we want people to realize that that you're a good person, and people want to deal with good people. And that's that's really most important. So, I mean, kudos to you, my friend. You did. Excellent job. Good, good job. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on, and uh, this was a lot of fun. Well, since oh, you good. appreciate it too, so much, tell everybody again how to get in touch with you, Ken. You're the, you're the pits of the real estate market, but let's do this. <laughs> hey, catch me directly on my phone, 610-637-7325, or visit the website at kpitsmortgage.com. Terrific. Great. And Lisa, any, any final words? Today? Yes, I was going to say, you know, Ken, you don't say a whole lot when we're in our meetings, so we don't really get to Absolutely. dig in and get to know you. I really enjoy this was really great. to uh, get to know you better, and I, I look forward to everyone seeing this, and thank you for sharing. That was a great job. Thank Just you. hang out there for a couple of minutes uh, as Lisa and I uh, say goodbye to everybody and uh, talk to them about next week. Because next week is something special that uh, the Business Power Hour does. Uh, so hang in there and listen to it. And um, thank you again for being on the show this evening. You did a wonderful job. God bless. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so next week, Lisa, this is going to be your first Give Back Tuesday. Uh No. Last month was we had who do we have? We with? had Corey White. Oh, that's correct. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So this will be the second one, and and this yep. organization's coming to us from Columbus, Ohio. Oh. All right. Tell so, us more. Oh no, I'm not going to tell any more. Just tune in next okay. week. Okay. Next week at seven o'clock sharp, no matter where Eastern Standard Time. For those of you that are not local here with us, uh, stay tuned to us. 
next week, the phone number will also be 631-987-8477. If you would like to be on the show, you can call that number during the course of the week. Happens to be my cell number. I'll be able to reach you. And uh, I wish everybody a, a good week. And thank you all for tuning in tonight. Uh, on behalf of Lisa and I, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Have a great week, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night. The Business Power Hour with Lisa and the Music Man is sponsored by Media Stations. Create your own media and have your own station. To get started with your own content, call or text 516-448-2066. That's Media Stations in Bohemia, New York.